RadioInfluence.com. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode on Live Bold and Boss Up. First off, we have to stop and congratulate the lightning. Right, an amazing year. I mean, it almost a three-peat from, you know, Stanley Cup champions again. That's amazing. Super proud of them. Okay, I was cracking up last night at the last game with the the, um, loose skate. I did not see it. The bottom part of the skate. You didn't see that? No. Okay. So, um, I should, I should know like his name, but, um, one of the players on the other team lost the actual metal part on the bottom of the blade, the blade. (laughs) How do I, how do I forget what that's called? How do you even do that? How do you lose that? It got hit in like the perfect spot. It was like up in there. He got hit and then he couldn't stand. So he was like trying to stand. It looked like he was in a fight trying to crawl away. He was like crawling on the ice on his hands and knees crawling over to the bench. And like every time he would get closer, it, it was like he slowed down. It was like. Man, I need to like, look that up. Watching it was hilarious. Aww, you have to, have to watch that part. That's funny. No, <laughs> but I was I I watched the beginning of it, but then kind of you know was past my bedtime towards the end. But I always check it like first thing in the morning to to see what happened, and I was bummed, but I, I was very oh. happy that we made it that far again. Oh right, right. So. Well. Getting into our episode for this week, we chat with Steve Wilson. He's the division president over at OnTask. Um, what I thought was interesting was OnTask is a startup, but it's within a long-standing company, AccuSoft. And what I thought was most unique is really OnTask was a product developed to help them with their processes and procedures. And then it, it turned into a great product for their clients. So I thought that's a, that's an awesome story. No, that is a great story. Like, Hey, we can be using this to help other people. Like let's make it its own company per se, a division within Ecusoft. So he runs that whole division. So it was super cool. The technologies that they have to automate everything and pretty much anyone could use it and benefit from it. Right. Exactly. So we learned a lot from Steve um, this week. He was at the Synapse or sorry, not Synapse. See, I did it. He was at the TBT Powered Up Tech Fest and um, met us backstage and we had an awesome conversation and a great time talking with him. So tune in. So we have Steve Wilson here joining us live. Thank you so much because you're sure. you're um, taking time out of mm-hmm. this event to speak with us. So thank you. We so sure. appreciate that. Yeah. Yes. And you're from OnTask. That's right. Which tell us a little bit about OnTask. What do you do? So OnTask, we automate paperwork and we started from AccuSoft, which has been in Tampa for 30 years. And we really started OnTask to automate those pieces of our paperwork for our thousand plus customers that we were manually tracking and sending out. So OnTask started to solve our own problems and it's just kind of grown from there. 
Who doesn't want to right? Right? Automate automate the paperwork. Things, yeah. I hate paperwork. Yeah, we thrive on the the tedious stuff that you know, you get to a point where it just it's just too much to Right. Right. Well, okay. So everybody knows like the auto, like the, um, automated like signature piece, but is Mm -hmm. there more to on task than that? Just that piece? Yeah. So we handle a lot more of the process before the signature. So the approvals that need to happen, the generating of the document to make it look like you type the document, not just that you, you know, dragged a couple of fields on top of a scan document. We can generate that type of stuff. So that's really where, where we d- differentiate ourselves. I mean, of course, e-signature is expected, and we do that as well, but we handle more of the automation pieces around that signature. Oh, that's really cool. I just thought that when I got the document to sign, it mm-hmm. was it was kind of typed up clerically. Like, yeah. I didn't realize it was kind of put together by a it could be put together mm-hmm. by a bunch of different people. That's cool. It could be. In a lot of those cases, it has to be approved before it gets to you. Right. right? It has legal approval or a manager's approval when it comes to HR processes. Right. So in a lot of cases, that's still email, but we can automate that whole process, make sure it doesn't get stuck with one person's inbox to be approved before it's sent out. We right. can track all that. So how has your job changed recently, mm-hmm. right? Because... This whole with COVID right? and working yeah. remote, I'm sure I, I'm sure it's mm-hmm. blown up, right? Yeah. In a good way, in a positive way. Sure, yeah. Well, we had a lot of use cases we never thought of before COVID. I mean, we got really into vaccine tracking for oh. facilities that had to reopen and do so safely. Um, you know, we've we've done aquariums and colleges and places that need needed to track the vaccines, you know, status of people. So, and then we went from there into other processes you know once they see that okay we can automate some of this stuff now let's talk about your employee you know uh contracts or your onboarding of your employees that sort of thing that we can you know we've we've seen a lot more of that that growth just because of covid hr professionals must love you (laughs) and that's where it started with covid it was a hr professional who's now been tasked with trying to navigate vaccines right i mean they they never had to, to worry about that. Right. Yeah. So my mind goes back to, and I guess the, the whole vaccine kind of re- goes relates to it, but I come from the medical industry yeah. years and years ago, lifetimes ago, and everything was on paper. I used yeah. to do the paper mm-hmm. charts. So do you automate like that stuff, like all mm-hmm. the charts in doctor's offices? and Yeah, patient onboarding. Yeah. Um, okay. We have a lactation consultant, for example. She has a practice where she has to onboard all of her patients, and she was doing that on a clipboard. And, you know, she's the only one in the practice, so she was able to automate all that with, with our technology. And now, instead of having somebody come into the office and fill out their paperwork, which a lot of times holds her up, she can have them fill it out beforehand and check on our dashboard to see that they've filled out the paperwork before they get there. Wow. So, I mean, that would be really good with recruiting, too. I'm yeah. thinking of our industry because we're in staffing. Mm-hmm. They We do an interview profile and yeah. all of this, you right. know, paperwork that we fill all out. All this manual yeah. stuff that we yeah, enter you in. automate right. that. I know a guy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so you help out HR industry. Uh-huh. You help out the medical field. What other fields are you in? What other industries? Higher education. Um, also, like I mentioned, uh, aquariums and places with public facilities, you know, um, we do a lot of events. Wedding venues were big during COVID really? because a lot of people wanted to track the vaccine status of their, of, of their, you know, the party coming in. 
But now beyond that, we're doing things like checklists and vendor contracts for those wedding venues. So we've ventured out. So there's a lot of different industries we never thought we would right. really ever play in. So That's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure anything right now can be automated. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'd be very helpful, I feel yep. like. So you're based here in Tampa. Yep. And but you're a national company. Can anyone call you and use your services? Yeah, it's all cloud-based, so anybody can use it worldwide, yeah. We'll definitely make sure to include your information on our show notes so people know how to reach you. Sure. Um, is there anything else? I feel like we need a fun fact or something. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into this? How did I get into this? (laughs) I, um... It's not really a fun fact, but, you know, I, I started in Tampa and, um, you know, I was with AccuSoft, the parent company, for seven years. I decided I wanted to do a startup. I got a chance to go join a startup. My CEO, Jack, of AccuSoft said, go do it or you're going to drive me crazy. <laughs> he stayed in touch with me throughout that whole startup. And, you know, once we ran out of money, he said, well, come back and, and join me. You know, I said, well, I'm not sure that I want to do that anymore. He says, well, I want to grow, so let's figure out something we can grow. And that's that's really where OnTask started. It was come back, let's figure out what else we could do, let's get into new markets. And so, you know, it was the ability for me to do a startup within a 30-year-old company right, was right. a huge opportunity for right, me. Right, because so. you and AccuSoft, you, you guys partner together, OnTask and AccuSoft, right? OnTask is a division of AccuSoft, right. so we're using all that 30-year technology that we've built for thousands of customers. Mm-hmm. So right. that's, that's why OnTask is so powerful. It's got that AccuSoft backing and all that experience. What was the biggest challenge in a startup versus a stable, long-standing company? I think it's more challenging to do a startup within a stable, long-standing company. Why is that? You're fighting complacency in a lot of cases. Um, you know, you, there's there's not... You're, you're asking people with a stable company to join an entrepreneurial effort, and there's a lot, a lot of different qualities there that are even easier, I think, to recruit from outside because you're recruiting people that have that risk tolerance. Mm-hmm. When you're doing that in a, a existing company, you can't really teach those qualities of, of grittiness, of you know moving fast, of no fear of failure. Right, um, right. So I've, that I've found sense. that more challenging than when I when I hired for my startup. They were people leaving perfectly good jobs to come join a startup because they they wanted to take that risk. Right. They really have to be kind of almost burnt out. Mm-hmm. Right in a way, or like not burnt out, but or just see, really the, reward. see the vision, yeah, the right. vision, right? They the have startup. to be bought in for yeah. sure. Right. Yeah. So when we started the on task division, we broke up the team and said everybody can apply back. Mm-hmm. And so some people, you know, there's no hard feelings. If you want to go over to the Acusoft side, there's a job for you there. Right. The people that wanted to take that risk applied, and we basically built the the uh, team from scratch. Wow. So, so how many employees do you have now at OnTask? I think around 16 right now. Right. Yeah. Do you have a goal to be at by the end of the, this year? Not from a headcount. Okay. No. Just really more from a technology perspective. Yeah. We, yeah. we have goals around right. numbers of users and, and revenue and all that. Right. So, yep. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm excited. So what brings you here to the Powered Up Tech Fest today? Well, we were lucky to, to win a, an award from Tampa Bay Tech. We won the project of the year last year. So Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So we're, we're here to kind of continue 
collaborating with them and, and getting our brand out there and letting people know that, you know, we've got really good technology here in Tampa that they can take advantage of. Right. Exactly. I love it. I, I love that that's what the, the Tech Fest does is just bring all these different companies and technologies mm. to one place so everyone can collaborate and get together. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's really cool. It's great. Yeah. From a product standpoint mm. this year, what are your growth growth initiatives moving forward? Yeah, we've we've really listened to our existing customers through all this growth. We've really realized that we need a lot easier ways for people to get started. Um, we've luckily we have a great professional services organization that can build these automations for people. But from a customer stand, standpoint, they want to be able to automate on their own. Okay, once our professional services get them off and running, they want to do the next process. They don't want to, have to talk to us. So we're going through a whole new UI and UX revamp of the website and the application. Um, we're really investing heavily in the experience around the document templates. So. Somebody can Google um, employee verification form or master services agreement. They're trying to solve that exact document problem. We want to give them an on-ramp that allows them to get started with an example of that document, modify it themselves, and be able to start using that. And then our professional services can expand into the organization from there. But really, it's just a push for those easy onboarding experiences to get more customers started on their own. That's great. Because I feel like you want to onboard people as soon as possible, make Mm -hmm. that process as seamless as possible. So I love that. Yeah, we want to solve their initial problem first and show them really quickly, Mm -hmm. even before they give us their credit card, that we can solve that problem. And then from there, we can nurture them about what other things we can do. But it really starts with they're always looking for that specific document problem, and that's where we want to focus the, the self-service onboarding part. That's great. Yeah. Well, I'm sure lots of people will be reaching out just purely, not not just for that, but like that's a, a great reason why I think that we would be like excited to use that. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right? Good. Take all the paperwork away from me, please. <laughs> Make it right. as easy as possible. <laughs> yeah. I hate paperwork. I'm right. so bad with that. So we can help with that. This is amazing. I love this. Good. Well, thank, thank you. you. Well, thank you thank so much you. for joining us Thanks today, Steve. Me. Appreciate it. Congratulations again. And Thanks. thank you so much for joining us. It's sure. been an honor to have you. Good. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Until next time, babes, live bold and boss up. This is a Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I'm really excited today because I get to chit-chat with one of my favorite people in Tampa, Mr. John Peter Barbie from Tip Top Canning. How are you, John? My dill pickles with peanut butter is phenomenal. Um, okay. I, I actually made this for a, a party one time. Uh, you know, I, was, I was teaching cooking school uh, when I used to work at Publix. And we had a group of ladies, I believe they were teachers, they wanted to rent a cooking school out, but they didn't want to cook anything. They just wanted us to make all this high-end appetizers, and, and they wanted one, and they just wanted to just chill and chat and just do that. So we made all kinds of like, uh, I did like this roasted corn salsa with grilled shrimp, and I did a lobster salad, and I was going to do some pan-seared scallops. But then I did these peanut butter and pickle sandwiches, little little bee sandwiches with white bread. I cut them in little squares, and each 
each sandwich had peanut butter with a little pickle chip, a dill pickle or a bread and butter pickle. That sounds really and good, actually. I would try it. When the ladies, I had a big plate of, I had them stacked up like a pyramid, uh, uh, dill pickles on one plate and bread and butter on the other. And when the ladies saw these plates of, of sandwiches, they're like, what is that? I said, it's peanut butter and pickle. The lady look on her face, but she was in absolute disgust. And she was like, I can't believe that we're paying this money and you're making peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. And they started like talking to each other about, Oh, this is terrible. We're going to get our money back. And one of the ladies <laughs> tried one of the sandwiches and the next thing you know, they demolished the two plates of peanut butter and pickles. And they were like, can we get more? And I'm like, well, why don't you try this lobster salad? <laughs> what about this grilled shrimp with roasted corn salsa? Yeah, I mean, they, they wanted the peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. It was amazing. Forking Around Town with Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.